Hi, it's Leslie Culver with 59 and Counting. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Finding the Creative in You. I'm so glad that you are joining me again and listening and that you allowed me to take a little bit of a break. How ironic is it that the last time we spoke, I was talking about giving yourself permission to take a break if the creativity and the working towards a more creative life began to feel like a chore, began to feel like it wasn't bringing you joy or it wasn't helping you release some of your emotions, that it wasn't serving the creative purpose that it generally does or will, that it's time to take a break. Well, for me, these last eight days has been more out of life necessity than needing a break from creativity. But the stress of daily responsibilities in the other aspect of my professional life became overwhelming. So much so that when I gave myself permission to take a break from it in order to spend some time in the creative realm and do the various things that I do like journaling and planning and creative planning and creative journaling and the various tools that I use to express my creativity and that really brings out all of the stuff that I need to get out it wasn't feeling good and it wasn't feeling good because it was feeling rushed and forced and here's 20 minutes do it now kind of a feeling and believe me I get it when people talk about you know I don't have time to do this I wish I had time to focus some of my energy on creative pursuits but I don't and I kind of equate that to the person who is trying to put exercise or getting fit or taking a walk, making that small move towards health and wellness. And they just say, I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to take out of my day to go walking or running or swimming or whatever. I equate it to that because normally if it's important enough, we will make time for it And we will do that in such a way that we truly are releasing ourselves from life's obligations for a very small period of time to recharge, to refill, to, you know, build back up that creative person. Now, right now on Instagram, you've probably seen a lot of videos that are trending right now talking about You can't pour from an empty cup. And in many ways, that's what I'm talking about. I needed to take that break because life's daily regimen and routine that I needed to take care of was becoming monstrously large and bigger and bigger. And something was either going to happen there and explode or everything was going to work out or 
I didn't know what, but I knew that what was happening was every time I tried to spend just a few minutes being creative, just to clear my head a little bit, because it was the magic potion that I've always used, my creative time was feeling forced. It was feeling rushed. It was feeling inauthentic. It was feeling contrived. Everything that I put on paper, I was going through so much whiteout because literally I was whiting out entire boxes or pulling up entire, you know, layouts at times. Things in my creative world, in my journals and in my creative planners, none of that was working. Because the outside influences of life were too overwhelming. Now, I'm not going to say, oh, I got that all worked out and everything's fine and dandy and I can go back to my creative pursuits and not feel any daily pressure because that's not, in fact, the case. In fact, nothing is truly worked out at this point. But I didn't want to leave you guys hanging with, hey, let's take a break and give ourselves permission to take a break and then never come back. Because I think the most important thing we can do when we have started this journey is to continue to try to honor it as best we can. I am in a transition period in my life where I am trying to take my creative life and make it also fully my professional life. And I'm in that kind of juggling back and forth about which takes precedence and how do I do this and how do I make this a smooth transition. And honestly, I'm not sure it can be a smooth transition. Honestly, I don't think that this moving from one, fully changing into another career, I don't think that that's something that just flows. I could be wrong, or maybe it's just been my experience that it always seems to be kind of a bumpy road, and then we get to a period of of calm and good and and fresh and new and things ultimately always do work out and many times in my life I have had to remind myself of that very fact that I never know how and I never know when it's going to present itself but somehow things do have a way of just working out And that's not bad. That's a really great thing. But we do from time to time have to remind ourselves of that. And maybe the most creative that we can be is in the way that we satisfy and love on and care for and and nurture for just a little while our little creative spark self that's living inside and we protect it for a little while before we're ready to jump back out there and do something huge and big and creative. So right now while I'm doing this transition between a very analytical, dry bordering on an accounting type of job that I have had for over five years 
that in itself is very much a career, but does nothing for my creativity, actually like I thought it was going to, because when you get into writing reports after you've analyzed data, you're hoping that you can take that and present it in a way with some flexibility, still keeping intact all of the details that need to be there. And I was just sure that this was going to at least satisfy on a daily basis a little bit of my need to put down words in a creative way and didn't do it. I mean, anytime you put math in an equation with me, it's not going to feel creative. It's not going to do it for me. And I know that's not true for a lot of the world. I know people who are so in love with math and think it's the most creative language ever to come about. And they are so jazzed by it that in itself it's an art form for them. And I give them kudos because those were the people I admired in school because they had something special I didn't have. I also admired the people who could take any kind of paint or markers or anything and draw and make beautiful art. Myself, my creativity was expressed in the textile arts early on in various needlework and yarn work and cloth work but it it was more out of necessity and more out of ease of access to the materials needed that I went down that road and I was okay at it I wasn't great but I was okay but it didn't really satisfy me because in the end I'm one of those people doesn't want to have to take six months to make a quilt or, you know, a month to crochet an afghan that you literally have to work on every day during that month if you're going to get it done. There is something about working for me with paper and ink and elements and all of the ephemera that we can use in the paper arts to create something beautiful. But there's also something about it that is so simplistic that if and when we need for our creative selves to just be in a joyful place for a minute, what we almost need is that instant gratification. And that's why I've always kind of gone to the paper arts area, the mixed media area, to get that sort of instant gratification because even if you're not quite done, things can look pretty darn good even halfway through a project or a third of the way through and we can walk by it and notice just one little thing that we want to add. Now that's me and that may not be the creative person that you are. And I say all of that to try to bring out again the idea of the beauty of creativity, how it cannot be forced, how it can't be contrived and, and, and pushed out into the world. While it may be for a lack of the cliche 
a labor of love. I'm not sure it should be quite that painful. Especially if finding creative in ourselves is the way that we want to free our soul, the way we want to make that soul feel better about existing in a difficult, hard, kind of cold world. Maybe your soul doesn't feel that way on a daily basis and it's just something that you're curious about. And that's fantastic. I hope everyone who does think about being creative, who maybe doesn't have any burning desire, but just admires what other people do, I hope they just delve in a little bit to see if there's something that they do want to express or create. So today, I'm really talking about those times when we've taken a break and it's now time to come back. It's now time to wet our paintbrushes again and and pick up all of the various ephemera that we love to use. Take that ink, take that pencil, sketch, draw, doodle, plan, measure and make perfect pictures of architecture, whatever it is that you've been toying with or even diving deeper into or practicing so that we can become more skilled, better at the various things that we want to do. For me personally, I have been enjoying a planner that I have set aside for doodling challenges on the monthly pages. And you can find pictures of those doodles on my Instagram at 59 and counting, all spelled out. If you're curious about what I'm doing there, you can find those pictures. And then in between during the weekly is where I'm putting my creative journaling where I'm laying out those really pretty spreads, the florals, the colors, the washi tape, the whatever, and then journaling about my week, what's gone on, what I've done, where I've been, thoughts that I've had, just events, some directly involving me, some not directly involving me, some may be historical, national, world events, It's just that area where I kind of just for that week lay out what's going on. And that particular planner is the planner that I use after I've closed up my business planner, after I've closed up my work planner. This is the planner that I go to Not to sum up the day in my nice, tidy, little horizontal planner where I just kind of journal quickly about the day in a little paragraph, but this is the one where I play with the lettering and I play with how I write and I play with the colors and and making it all flow and make it look interesting. 
this is where I go to do that. And it's the one that always sparks the creativity for that day, later in that day, or for the next day. Because I have let something out that is just purely me, but I have allowed myself a no-rules kind of concept when it comes to putting things on paper. So here we are, we're stepping back into finding that creative in you, and you took a little break maybe, at least we took a little break together, and maybe during that time you were still trying to create, maybe you haven't taken that break yet, but you've thought about it, or you're thinking about it, or you're finding out whether or not it's a good idea for you, and now For some of us, we're stepping back into it. Now, for some of us, it may just be, hey, I had to take a break. Life got in the way. It got busy. I'm really glad to be back doing this because it's a nice little let off the steam kind of release thing. It's it's that release valve that just kind of lets everything decompress way down. For others, it's, I took a break. I didn't want to take a break. I knew if I didn't take a break, I might never come back to it. So I took a break. And if if that's who you are, that's very much who I am. I think that we can talk a lot about what it means to implement creativity into our lives, no matter where we are on the reason, the whys behind our creativity. And I think probably we will end up talking about some whys down the road. I am working on inviting a couple of people to join me on a podcast. One, because I think that it will just enhance the whole conversation about creativity and why we feel it necessary and maybe hear a message from some other people and from their life experiences and the whys behind theirs, they may resonate more with you. So I am trying to work on getting some of those folks in the creative world to join me on some podcasts. While I'm working on that, I really want to share with you some thoughts about my personal whys. Why have I needed this expression? Why have I always felt that I had to have some sort of creativity in my life in order to feel fully that I am expressing who I am? So maybe you're a little bit like me. Maybe what you do during the day or do full-time in your job or your profession or your career is more on the logic analytical side of your brain. And maybe you would prefer to exercise both sides of your brain to kind of make yourself stay in touch with a really good balance. Sometimes our brains are just telling us, hey, you know, 
here's a muscle you're not using. How about we flex it a little bit before you, you know, it just becomes not even accessible. Um, maybe it's because intuitively you've always known that being creative was in you for a very specific reason, a very specific message, and maybe you haven't honed that down. Um, I do have someone that I believe will be joining me on a podcast who can speak directly to that, delivering a message that is personal that but will resonate with a large group of people and I think that that's really important and I'm so anxious for her to join me in a future podcast um hopefully before the end of March we'll start having some folks on and I would really um encourage you to listen to any of those when I'm able to figure out number one the technology how we do this still saying staying somewhat socially distanced um So be looking for that. It's funny because right now, tonight, I have made about six attempts at this podcast. Maybe so mired still in the must-do, must-do frame of mind that life pulled me into for these last eight days that I can't come up with a complete, full, start-to-finish thought of a specific message that I can share with you. So today I'm just kind of dumping out there some things for you to think about, some things I've been thinking about and things that I really want you to think about more. So we've talked a little about, you know, why do I need to be creative? I think maybe the next question that we would ask ourselves is, Is this truly a necessary part of my life? Is this truly something that I think I will never be fully expressing who I am unless I build this into my life? That may be a really good question to ask. Is this even necessary? Do I need this? And there are probably lots of different schools of thought on this. But I think most of the people in the creative community almost look at anyone who doesn't feel they need to be creative and tilt our heads and go, huh? Because it's really hard to conceive not wanting to be creative. On the other hand, if you are trying to force something that you've never really felt that you needed to, but you're seeing a lot of really creative stuff, coming out in the world, the way people are expressing themselves, the way people are sharing their art and their creativity through technology is pretty darn amazing right now. And it it just changes and expands every day. So, I mean, when we ask ourselves the why, why do we need to do this? Then we need to quickly move on to, do we even need to do this? If the why isn't strong enough to support the do we really need to do this, then we need to jump back to the why and dig a little deeper. If it's just not there, it's just not there. 
but I don't want anybody to feel like if they haven't figured out their why that they shouldn't even be trying. That's not the case. Just keep trying. You will either figure out it's not for you or you'll figure out it's so for you and you're just going to enjoy the journey of creativity rather than looking for any sort of end goal. Because for those of us that are attempting to make it a profession and are trying to pull in all of the creativity that we have in order to do this endeavor professionally, I just have to say to any that are out there that really want that, keep going Every time one of us succeeds, another one of us gets just a little starburst in our heart of hope. So keep going. The third question I think that we need to ask ourselves if we're trying to find the creative in you is, is ultimately there an outcome that I hope to achieve? by tapping into the creative part of me. Is this something that I see as a season? As it having a specific reason? Or is this simply my lifetime message, my lifetime path? Because most people can relate to the idea of that some things are for a season, some things are for a specific reason, and some things are for a lifetime. And whether that's person or circumstance or event or whatever, um, I think that we can all agree that, that in all aspects we can ask ourselves if it's a season, a reason, or a lifetime. So for me, it's a lifetime. It's something that at 60 years old, or better known as 59 and counting, I have been doing this since I was a very little girl. And I take it back to when I really started writing poetry, which was and prose, and that was really at about the age of 10 or 11. I started that. But I think back to prior to that, when my best friend and I were making clothes for our troll dolls and we were piercing their ears with little um, little straight pins that had the colorful balls on the end. And of course, a troll doll's head was hollow, so you could just stick the pin in. They'd have these cute little earrings. And we would get sample fabrics one of our friend's moms would go to a curtain store and a drapery store where they actually made the draperies. They measured for them. You ordered the material. They made you... This is only done by the most elite now, but this was very common back in the 60s that, you know, anyone middle class could have this done for their home. But you could go to these various stores and you could ask for the sample books that were 
no longer in season. And so once or twice a year, one of our friends' moms would go and get us this book, and we'd have these little, like, six-by-six-inch squares of cloth to make something out of. And so it was usually, you know, Barbie and our troll dolls that um, suddenly were wearing last year's upholstery. Um, and, you know, that just, <laughs> that kind of hits a funny bone, but that goes back to me being six, seven, eight years old. I was already needing to create something with my hands, um, and and this is the way that we did it. So I guess, much like Scarlett O'Hara, um, yes, I'm going to wear... Um, having at least my troll dolls and my Barbie dolls wearing last year's upholstery off of the windows. But at seven or eight years old, I was already a creative and I already knew it. And I would toy with a lot of different things. So whether you're that person who it just was in them from the time they were very little, or you're that person who's never thought about being creative before. Welcome back to the creative endeavor. Welcome back if you took a break. Welcome back if you're starting from the last time you played with paints or pens or markers was sometime in elementary school or junior high. Welcome back to being creative. If we can accomplish nothing else with this podcast and the various people that we are going to chat with, I hope that what we can do is simply encourage you and encourage ourselves, each one of us, as we listen, as we interact, as we take the thoughts throughout the week, hopefully, because I know that I do, whatever my last podcast was, I take that message And I'm still mulling it over when I get ready for the next uh, podcast episode. I hope what it does is just simply allow us to take a fresh look at our lives and put some balance in it. Put some balance so we aren't just one-dimensional. We're not just an accountant. We're not just a lawyer. We're not just a teacher. We're not just a nurse. But allow ourselves to think of ourselves even outside of we're not just a wife. We're not just a mother. We're not just an aunt. We're not just a grandmother. And go over to we're still an individual, we're still a person, we're still a man, we're still a woman, we're still a young lady, we're still a vibrant 59 and counting individual, we're still a person unique in ourselves. And so I'm going to encourage you this Till we talk again, hopefully tomorrow. And just ask yourself those questions. Why do I want to be creative? 
Do I even need to be creative? And is this desire to be creative for a season, for a reason, or for a lifetime that it's just who I am? I hope you will look for me on Instagram at 59 and Counting. I hope you'll join our Facebook group called Paper Planner Journal Book. And look for me very soon on YouTube. I am going to get those silly YouTube lighting problems and everything else that that I'm trying to, to get some alone quiet time to do the filming and really focus in on what I want in each video. So look for me there on YouTube. I do have a TikTok, haven't done anything with it. Have a Pinterest board, many boards, and have a Reddit account. So I'm everywhere these days, guys. 59 and counting, Leslie Culver, getting ready to launch my first book on Kindle Books. I hope you'll look for it. It's a a meditative guided journal that I hope is going to help bring out the creative in you, get you to thinking about just pouring your heart out. And um, that should release sometime in March. I'll have more details about that very, very soon. Um, but be looking for it. It will be under my pen name that I will release to you guys as my podcaster so you'll know it's me. It's been a pen name that I have used and had since the mid-90s. Um, you may see and wonder, because I do post things tagging the author as this individual, the author is me. So be prepared. I'm going to be revealing that very soon. Also working on uh, my first autobiographical book, about my transition from atheist to faithful believer. That one will be coming out sometime in somewhere around Easter. So be looking for that as well. I'm really excited about those. I know I've gone over my half hour and I should have probably just talked about these things that were coming up. Um, instead, you got a really great brain dump for me. <laughs> if it didn't confuse you, hopefully it energized you. Again, guys, I love you. I need your support. Keep listening. Share my podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Anchor FM. Finding the Creative in You. It's soon to be on Apple. Um, just Bear with me as we go through these growing pains. And until next time, be well, be safe, be happy, be creative if you can. I love you all.